Well, hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I know you kind of shocked because uh, I didn't send no flyers out of whatsoever. Uh, but welcome to another episode of To A Woman's Heart, where we uplift, motivate, encourage, and empower. So today <laughs> is going to be an interesting day because it seems it's going to be a flip of the script. And so... Hope we don't have no technical difficulties like we just had a few minutes ago, but it's always good to start early so you can see what will and will not work. And right now I'm having a hot flash, so I'm going to turn it over to Linda. Hello, everyone. Tonight we're going to flip the script. We're going to find out what to a woman's heart is really about. And we're going to have Miss Renee Thomas to give us the breakdown and the information we need to find out what a walk to a woman's heart is really about. In the past, Ms. Renee Thomas have brought forth different company uh, business women to discuss their businesses. She's motivated, she's inspired, and all of these wonderful things that she speaks of. But today we're gonna challenge her I want to know what she knows about what she knows, okay? So, Miss Thomas, without further ado, how are you this evening? I'm good. I'm a little hot, but I'm good. Oh, well, that's to be expected because you're <laughs> on the seat tonight, okay? So, Miss Thomas, I'd like to welcome you to A Woman's Heart, flipping the script, okay? Tonight, we're going to find out what, no, how to a woman's heart uplifts, motivates, encourages, and empowers women. We want to target those areas and we want you to tell us first briefly about Miss Thomas. Well, Miss Thomas is a people person. Um, I've always been a person who if I saw there was a need for someone, I would try to figure out a way to make sure that need was met, irregardless to who it was. You know, it, it didn't matter, male or female, child or whoever it was. I was just a person um, who's community minded, um, making sure, trying to do the best with the resource that I have to be accommodating, uh, to provide insight and information to those who need it. Okay, Ms. Thomas. So to a woman's heart, we can say was developed through your passion? Through my passion. Um, and also, you know, when you work in the community and you deal with women, uh, you deal with single mother and children, um, and in the areas that we worked in, in the Austin community, you get to see a lot of things. And in our, our communities, especially, uh, women have to fight the hardest, especially those in business. They have to strive harder than men do, and they don't get the accolades that they deserve. They just don't. Women have masters. They're very smart. We multitask. Uh, we're very creative. And we don't get the accolades that we deserve for our hard work. And I'm not talking about being prideful. I'm not talking about 
putting anybody on a pedestal, but I'm talking about acknowledging that woman who came from a place of struggle and through her struggle, she brought herself up and out and she made something of herself without depending on the system or anybody else. Okay. So with that being said, um, how did you work in the community to bring about the change that you speak of? How, how did you arrive at that need in the community? Well, whether people know it or not, I have taken in uh, a young lady off the street at the age of 17 uh, whose parents had put her out. And I let her reside in the residence that I was living in at the moment because here's my thought process. No young woman, no young teenager should reside on the street with everything that's going on with rape and sex, uh, sex trafficking and, you know, abuse and, and men taking uh, younger women who's at a vulnerable stage and using them to pimp them out and all that stuff. So I know sometimes people thought I was crazy, but, you know, when God asks you to do something, it's not for me to question. So I try to do, I'm not saying that I'm perfect and I get it right all the time because I don't. I say things and I don't do things in the proper manner all the time. But I do believe that I have a good heart when it comes down to helping people. And my family will attest to this, that they probably say my heart is so good that I give away my services and I don't charge people like I should for the things that I do. But and I understand what they're saying, but at the same time, my re my reward will come from God. So if He tell me to do something, and this is the path that I should take to help somebody else, He's going to take care of me on the back back end or when I need it, and it, it hasn't failed me yet. Okay, because when I needed Him the most, He was there. He was there. <laughs> so so Miss Thomas, um, throughout your struggles your personal struggles, you still maintain the desire to help others. Yeah, and, and, it, and it hasn't been easy. Because when, you, when you're dealing with things yourself, but it speaks volume of any individual who is who's walking in a storm mm -hmm. or who's standing in quicksand mm -hmm. to not think of themselves and think of somebody else. And I think because I'm so passionate about helping people and being there for people. I think uh, sometimes people misinterpret, you know, my tone as being harsh and, you know, not understanding, not having compassion. But when I'm passionate about something, I'm very verbal about what I'm compassionate about. And it doesn't matter the age. It doesn't matter the color of the skin. If I see somebody who needs some help and I'm able to help then that's what I'm going to do. Okay. So we can honestly say that to a woman's heart is based on your faith. It is. Your faith to do what God has for you to do, your mission, your journey, mm -hmm. your story. Mm -hmm. It's all based on your faith. It is. And it's also based on, um, there was three ladies my niece and her two friends mm -hmm. and the bond that they had 
the close knit that they had, you know, through the ups and the downs and the ins and the outs, they was always there for each other. Mm -hmm. And then you see on reality TV, how they flip the woman and made the woman more combative than they are without explaining the backstories of how that woman became the way she was because women just don't wake up in the morning and say, today, I just want to be mad at somebody. They don't wake up that way. And we don't know anybody's story that brought them to that point because including myself, a lot of us walk around with baggage and hurt that we don't share and we don't tell nobody and nobody is aware of the baggage and the hurt. And because of the baggage and the hurt that we uh, suppress, it shows up in other areas. And so when we see women walking down the street, they, they got their kids and they drag them along. They doing the best that they can. And then when you cut on TV and you see the jealousy and the envy and, 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 and the cutthroat and all this stuff, I just want to create an environment that we can see something different and know that we don't have to live in that realm that people paint us in, that we have to be against each other. There's nothing wrong with us being supportive and, and, and understanding and encouraging. We all got a story. Everybody has a story. Now, whether we want to share that story or not, we all have a story. We've all experienced some things. And I'm just praying and hoping that to a woman's heart would be that bridge where we can share, that we can be, you know, that leaning pole, that we can be that hand that pull that next woman up or provide some kind of words to let that other woman know that you're not alone. And whatever you're going through, you're not by yourself because we've all experienced something in our lives. So now... To a woman's heart has linkages, has how how where did it actually arrive from? What was you doing to actually come up with I'm gonna do to a woman's heart? It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Okay. I was in the house one day and 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 people know I'm I'm always on YouTube, I'm researching stuff. Like I said, I work in a community, uh, I work with children, I I spoken to grandparents, I've chastised other uh, people's children and told them parents that, you know what I did, and they was okay with it. But I saw there was a need and I did what I need to do on my part. But I was in the house in my room one day and the Lord put that on my heart because when I tell you I fought doing this for about a good two years, I just let it sit dormant. And then one day, I was like, okay. And he was like, well, do the website. So I did the website and I finished it and he told me to scrap it. And so I scrapped the website and I created the one that we have today. So that's pretty much. Now, knowing you and knowing your background, that you haven't mentioned the fact that you worked with the 15th district Domestic Violence Subcommittee. Okay. You work I worked with... on Care Collaborative. Mm -hmm. I assisted um, one of the residents in Austin community as running for alderman. Um, I worked in a men's facility mm -hmm. for uh, people who was addicted, and I was the only woman on the floor mm -hmm. uh, with 
with about 30 plus men. And believe me when I say I got the utmost respect. Uh, I've worked in after school program. I've worked in summer camps. So I pretty much. Uh, Tell us who you are today. I'm trying to get to somewhere to show your linkages with other areas that you work with. Today, what are you doing? Today, well, I'm a part of an organization, so I am the president. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and in our organization, we are working with CSAP, which Easter Seals, which assists seniors and you know, getting their work skills up and, and involved in projects. And right now we have a pilot program going on that we will help seniors. And I'm also uh linking with uh Constance Sullivan, who's been on here talking. Uh, speaking on the Medicare to Medicaid, uh, the benefits of having in-home services and her program is her organization's preventive services. Um, and that's working with seniors. So I, I you also work with ex-offenders. I work with ex-offenders. Through who? Through Sisters of the Hood. Uh, and what do you do for them? Uh, we try to get them acclimated back into society uh, when they're released from prison uh, to help them with their basic needs. And uh, Linda does the meat map. And, you know, it's a lot of things that happens when they're coming back and try to assist the families who are coping with a return ex-offender from the system, which is a hard thing. And you would believe it or not, some of these individuals are very smart. They're very, they very smart and very intelligent. And I just pray that our system learns how to give them a second chance. And I say this all the time. We've all made mistakes in our lives. We've all made wrong decisions. We all made wrong turns. The only difference between us and them, we didn't get caught. That's it. That's the only difference. But we have to realize that we are still human beings. And if God can forgive us, and if God does not wash our face with things, who are we to wash somebody else's face with their mistakes? Okay, so now here's my dino questions. To a woman's heart, uplifts, motivates, encourages, and empowers, correct? Mm -hmm. So tell me how you're going to uplift. How would you be able to uplift me? If I came to you confused, got a thousand issues going on in my life, don't know which direction to turn to, just need someone to just listen and help me path my way through. How is that an uplifting process through? Well, a lot of ways. And, and I'm going to say this. I'm a one-woman show. Okay. Everything that you see done every flyer, the website, the streaming, the social media outlets, that's me by myself until God elevates me to the next level where I'm able to bring somebody else in. But how I, my purpose into uplifting is provide encouraging things on all the social media outlets to give you something to think about. And then I try to get others to incorporate you know, some encouragement so we can all do it. It's not just about me. 
It's a team effort. There may be something that you have experienced that you can say to somebody and post it that will resonate with them. And then I always remind when I'm talking, even on the podcast, I do different types of conversations. And it's a a lot of conversations that we as women, we don't want to talk about. And I talked about and uh, when we was doing the expectation of a woman about the, the chest that we have hidden things in, locked away that we don't want to address. Everybody has something in the chest that's hidden that we don't want to address. And then we can't heal until we open up the chest and deal with some things and let, until we stand in the mirror and deal with some things. And when it comes down, I've had women come to me. And let me say this. I'm not saying I have all the answers. I don't. But I can be a listening ear. I can provide you some encouraging words. I can uplift you as much as possible, just like not too long ago. I mentioned this not too long ago that there was a young lady uh, that I ended up talking through through one of our CSAP workers. And and I said this, and I, I told me and Tammy was just talking about this, and Tammy probably watched this later, uh, female issue that I went through with a hysterectomy and the emotional roller coaster that it took me on. But I learned everything I dealt with the hard way. I learned it the hard way. But what I went through in that stage in my life is beneficial to somebody today. And so I offer what I went through as a learning mechanism and kind of help you know, some of the women who is dealing with that, because we have to realize we as women, when the doctors say, you know, you got fibroids and they're going to take your third piece of luggage. Sometimes we as women feel like our womanhood is being snatched. And if we don't have other kids, then that's another thing against us as a woman. And we can't produce again. So all those things is piled up and we have to We can't go to surgery and fix the problem if our mental emotional is not intact. So our mental and emotional has to be intact in order for us to heal physically. Because if our mind is not right, you can't connect the dots. Your body responds to all that stuff. So my experiences, even with the death of my son, my experiences, I can share that with somebody else and tell them what I went through, how did I feel? And sometimes all another woman needs is to know that somebody else has walked the road that she has walked. Okay, very interesting. So the uplift, the motivate, the encouragement, the empowerment all comes from within self. It does. So these are your resources that you're resourceful with. I am. And we encourage women, any race, whatever, come on, join to a woman's heart. Come on, be part of it. Let's talk about what you've gone through. You don't know what you've gone through can do to help someone else. Exactly. And if we're willing to put ourselves in a position to be able to help, the first thing you have to do what I gather to a woman's heart is have faith in yourself. You do. Because if you can, if you can give me a word of encouragement, 
as a young woman about the hysterectomy situation. And you know, you might not know I'm going through it. My doctors have talked to me about it, mm -hmm. but you know some other women now that have gone through it and they're older women mm -hmm. and they've survived. Mm -hmm. So now it will behoove you if you got questions about it from the female point of view, mm -hmm. reach out to the woman's heart. They have an email, they have a website, mm -hmm. and that's what they're trying to do. They're yeah. not looking to you for any fee mm -hmm. for to a woman's heart because love is free. Mm -hmm. Faith is free. Mm -hmm. So it's not a thing that can be charged. Mm -hmm. We do encourage donations to help keep it going, that we might be able to help others and to take it to another level. This is what I, Sisters of the Hood's founder, found to a woman's heart to be. At first, when I was told about it, I said, now what she want to do? <laughs> what are we fixing to do now, Miss Thomas? And as it gradually grew, I saw the direction that she was going with it. This is why we're putting all of our entities together to see what we can do. Because in essence, Sisters of the Hood works to a woman's heart. We know, we find out what your needs are and we try to help you with resources as well. Mm -hmm. But our basic thing in both programs is encouragement, empowerment, mm -hmm. and motivation. Mm -hmm. I can take you to the store and I can say, okay, go in there and get you a loaf of bread. Mm -hmm. That's all you come out with. Mm -hmm. If you had some money of your own, you could get you some meat to go with that bread mm -hmm. I just bought. Right. So my point is don't look for everything to be a handout to you. Learn how to utilize your resources to help yourself as well as helping others. Mm -hmm. To me, this is what I take to a woman's heart to be, you know. My faith tells me that this is going to go forward, that we're going to be able to reach out to our seasoned citizens, our divas, mm -hmm. and get them back up and running. Because if we're motivated, we can motivate the male. Mm -hmm. If the male has low self-esteem and nobody has any um, emotions about them, they're not going to grow. So that's where to a woman's heart comes in and flips that script. Yeah, but you know what else? We as women have allowed others to beat us down so bad that we don't know how to pick ourselves back up. That's true. And it's heartbreaking when you talk to a woman and she don't see her own worth because somebody has snatched it from her. You know, and I keep I, I there's something on the website um, and it talks about the pieces of the puzzle. And in the pieces of the puzzle, mm -hmm. when you're in relationship, whether it's with family, whether it's with co-workers, whether it's with your boyfriends or your husband or your children. When you open the puzzle and you put the, all the pieces out there in the box, right? And so when you take your time, you put the pieces of the puzzle together and it creates this beautiful picture. But as you move that box in, a puzzle from here to there, you lose pieces of that puzzle. You don't know where it go, 
who took the piece and you no longer can form a beautiful picture. Same thing with relationships. Each relationship takes something from you without you even realizing it's been taken from you. And before you know it, they have destroyed your beautiful picture and you no longer can piece it back together whole again. And so for us as women to be conscious and not allow people to steal our voice, not allow anybody to make us feel less than because God saw something in us, hence why he created us <laughs> to be a helpmeet. So there is some jewels and some gems that reside in us. We are diamonds, but we have to. I was going to talk about this piece because it was on my heart to do. And it was going to be called I See You. And I was going and I probably still going to do it. I'm going to ask every woman to get a mirror to look at yourself and tell yourself. I see you because so many of us walk around and nobody see us and we don't even see ourselves. And that's the sad part. I've been going to all of these, you know, every now and then, and you know, the cart costs a quarter, right? And as you in the parking lot, you see everybody bring, they run the cart back to put that chain in there and that key to get that quarter back. Well, I've been taking my carts back and just leaving them there. And one day, the lady was coming through the lot. I took the last bag out and I was putting in my trunk. And I said, here you go. And she said, you want the court? I said, no, baby, God bless you. I said, here you go. And she stood there for a minute and just looked like I had said something foreign. It was just a quarter. But it ain't about the value of the quarter. It's, it's about the attention. Exactly. It's about the attention. Exactly. And so... We have gotten so close-minded and so closed off that it's just we just reside in this box. We don't want to help nobody. We don't want to encourage nobody. We don't want to uplift nobody. We don't want to have kind words to say to nobody. And that's not how it's designed to be. And that's the real heart of to a woman's heart for us to become our better conscience. best selves and to become conscious exactly of the needs of others yes. exactly i've been in stores and last time i wanted jewels this lady had two little kids and i mean they were cutting up they yeah. were cutting up and she was frustrated and everybody was looking at her like can't you do something with your kids First of all, you don't know what that woman's gone through. Exactly. That earlier part of the day. Mm -hmm. And even though they were of a different race, did not mean that I could not have compassion for her. So I had some mints in my pocket and they were in front of me. And I mean, they were clowning and she was getting frustrated. I said, baby girl, don't even trip. I got this. And she looked at me. You know, and like I said, we in jewels, so you know it's a lot of Italians and everybody in the mm -hmm. store. So I came over to the little boy. I said, you know what? I said, you a good little guy. Why is you acting like this today? Mm -hmm. Are you angry or something? He said, no, I want some ice cream. I said, well, I tell you what. We'll see about getting that ice cream if you can behave until your mama walks out this store. I said, but like in the meantime, I'm going to give you this mint to suck on until we get out the store. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the little girl, 
She ran up to her mommy. Mommy, mommy, she's going to bother me. I said, no, I'm not. I'm not going to do anything to you, sweetie. Be blessed. And I walked back to my car. Mm -hmm. And she walked to me. The little girl said, you didn't give me candy. I said, you didn't want me to bother you. Mm -hmm. And she looked at me. Now, the little boy, I think the lady said, was three. Mm -hmm. And the little girl was five, I think. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now, they behaved until they got out the store. In fact, she waited for me to come out the store. She said, do you have a daycare? I said, no, baby, I don't do babies. <laughs> no, you don't want them with me because I've been a lost them in two I mean, God put it on my heart to help you mm -hmm. because I saw you in a strain right there. And I didn't want you to snap and somebody called DCFS and they wind up in the system and you have a nervous breakdown. She said, you know, I never thought about that. And people never really approach you like that. Mm -hmm. And I gave her my business card. That lady's called me three times. See? You but know, it goes back to the saying, it takes a, a village. village. Okay? There you go. So it doesn't matter about race and all of that. It matters about the heart. It does. Now, the heart. Let's go back a little bit. Because mm -hmm. when we was at the center, uh, and I'm going to, there was... Um, the single mom and the grandmother mm -hmm. had the four girls. Little bad girls. Not the four girls. And when I tell you, you know, mothers, parents don't come with um, directions. They just don't. And depending on your age, when you have the kid, you don't know everything. Even some of the older mama don't, don't know, know everything. Still don't so, know. And so these four girls used to come to the center. But what touched me the most is the one little girl, uh, she had these gym shoes that she loved to wear. They was the gym shoes that lit up. Remember them gym shoes? They lit up. And she had them gym shoes on every day. Every day she went to the center. And they always hung out. They would come in my office and hide up under there. I would put them out. And they, and they would come back and hide up under the desk. Then they go to Linda office. She put them out. But that's because we was attentive, but we wasn't babying them. We would treat them like they was one of our kids. Now they get they did get chastised, believe me when I say. Oh, yes. But they was okay with that because that showed them that you care. But when she came in the office, and I, I went and told Linda this later, I told her, them some shoes. I said, them a cute thing. Like she said, yeah. When she sat down and raised her foot up, and all the problems, all for her toes, the soul was gone. And this baby had been walking on these gym shoes in the cold, in the cold every day. They would not miss a day coming to the center, just to you know to get the fussy, to get the loving, whatever they needed. And I told them, I said, two things they needed was coats and shoes. And so Linda made a phone call and we got them brand new coats. Yeah, Macy's gave them coats. Macy gave them coats mm -hmm. and then we got them some shoes. And then when we used to have the dinners, uh, they used to order from McArthur's because I know that them kids did not get a good meal. I would pack that stuff. I would get one of the boys and I would walk around the corner Take it and the take them some food so they can have something to eat. So I made this point to say, you never know 
what nobody is struggling with. And we see these mothers out here doing the best that they can with what they have. But some of them need a little help. And they're so prideful, they're not going to ask for help. So if you can help, then help. Now, there are some that when you try to help them, they will, you know, be, you out. Yeah, be a little defense. And mm -hmm. I'm okay with that because I've done my part. But Put it out. we really don't know how blessed we are. Seriously. And I said this in my podcast. I've said this on streams. You don't know what place a person is mentally before they're over the edge to commit suicide. We don't. You don't know because you don't live in their household. You don't stand in their shoes and you don't sit in their seat. So I'm just saying for us to be a little more conscious, to be a little more aware, be a little more patient, have a little more compassion and a little more understanding. That's, that's all I'm saying. You know, with that group, speaking on behalf of that, the grandmother came in and I mean, she actually sit there in my office. I told her I had a meeting. Mm -hmm. She sit there. Mm -hmm. She just was crying. She said, nobody, she said, I know my daughter is not doing what she should do. She said, but everybody's always talking down to her. Mm -hmm. She said, but for some reason when all five of them, because you know they had started all coming mm -hmm, together. Mm -hmm. They even brought the little bitty sisters and their cousins, mama and cousins. Yeah. They bring everybody, mm -hmm. you know. And because of the fact that everybody's saying now we provide a holistic approach, we've been doing holistic approaching since when the beginning of our program, exactly. And the, the parents that we have addressed can honestly astute, you know, that we have actually been of help to them. Mm -hmm. We might not have had monies to give them, but if you can go and get five brand new coats for five little girls, brand new, still in the package, with no questions asked from them, and then give them a bag of toys, because you know that's what we did for also. Christmas. Mm -hmm. You know, if we could do that, then with no funds, no funds. We didn't have no money. Right. But how many kids did we service? A lot. 30. A lot. Even the kids that were in the Y, in the um, shelter, mm -hmm. we even brought them over. On the other side. Okay. So the whole concept to a woman's heart is reaching in your heart and finding out what your compassion is. Yeah. It's in there. If it's nothing but making cookies, taking them down to the school, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's still something that you're adding to the process. Yeah. And this process is not going to stop. It's not. It's not. This is just the beginning. And I felt like today would be the day that we need to talk about to a woman's heart. We need to know what her objectives are. She allows others to discuss what their objectives are. But now I hope you have a better insight of it. I knew, and I'm constantly being challenged with it. And I hope that it's an encouragement for you to come out and be challenged to want to be a part. Because like she said, you never know what's going on in someone else's house. You never know the stress that another person is facing. Exactly. So we just have to take that shield down of I'm going to be overly protected for myself mm -hmm. because an overly protective person can suffer just quicker than 
one that's giving. Right. Because you're not doing God's work. That's my opinion now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, there's a couple of other things I want to talk and bring to your forefront. Mm -hmm. So I have what I call this hair mask. Okay. That I, I've been working on, but mm -hmm. you know, you have to find preservatives that will hold it. Mm -hmm. uh, and so in the near future, I'm going to ask at least 10 to 15 women to try it and give me their thought process on it before I move to the next stage. But today I did pick up a t-shirt that I want to show you all. So give me a minute. Hold on. I'll be right back. Uh, this is my, my next endeavor. Uh, but to a woman's heart. So you all can see that I'm on the move. All right. And doing things. So, and I want to thank Latrina Flowers for Team She Brands for the t-shirt. Isn't that lovely? So I want y'all to see this t-shirt. That and is it the, comes in different colors. And that's the logo. And it says, uplift, motivate, and encourage, and empower women. This is to a woman's heart t-shirt. That's coming soon. And I want everybody to get one to represent. So you can remind yourself um, that you can do whatever you put your mind to. You are more than what somebody say that you are not. So that's what I want to say. Okay. And I've been having a hot flash because I'm not used to sitting in the hot seat. Not at all. And this seat has been hot. Well, Miss Thomas, I must say I enjoyed um, this interview with you. And I felt that it was something that really needed to be known. Because now, if you like what we're doing and you want to be a part of it, tell them what they need to do. You can follow me on all the social media outlets. That's Facebook. I have a group page and a uh, regular page, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Pinterest. Go to the YouTube channel and subscribe. We're trying to get the numbers up and check out the website. And give me some feedback of what the ladies want to see uh, on To A Woman's Heart, or how you want to motivate, encourage or inspire somebody. Well, what your needs are. Yes. You know, you can just email, hey, I need to know, like the young lady, Tammy, that you talked to. You know, it's not a thing where your business will be exposed or anything right. like that. That would be between you and to a woman's heart. Mm -hmm. We're here to listen. Right. You know, that's the main thing. And our faith will give you the key to what you need to do. And that's our faith in you. Because he said if we have faith the size of a mustard seed, there's nothing we can't do. And I believe that we have divine favor. Mm -hmm. I claim it every day. Mm -hmm. Divine favor. Mm -hmm. So to a woman's heart is here. We're trying to promote, educate, motivate, uplift, encourage. We're trying to make all of this happen in one package deal for you. So I encourage you. To join us.
That is cute. <laughs> I like it in a color. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. not a white white. We're going to see about getting some color. But this was my mock-up. So I think it's very beautiful. I like it. I like it. All right, y'all. Until the next time. I hope you enjoyed this. I did. It was very heated. <laughs> if I must say so myself. All right, until next time, y'all take care. Bye.